0: Hi, Coulter and Jem. I got a joke for you. All right, let's hear it. What do you have to do to get a squirrel to like you? I don't know. What do you have to do to get a squirrel to like you? Well, you have to act like a nut. That's a pretty good joke. Oh, you like it, huh? Yeah. I'm going to rate that one a 5.4. Pretty good. Should it be a 10?
1: No. Okay, fine. So it's not that good. It's pretty good.
0: Sorry. I've got a joke for you. Let's hear it. What state has the smallest drinks? No idea. Minnesota. Wow. That is a very <laughs> good joke. I'm going to try that in eight. Ten. Ten. Highest rated joke Ten. on the show. Hey, what, hey, what's going on here? What's going on with i nonsense? What's going on with the nonsense? <laughs> Welcome back to Withy Window, a whimsical interactive show for kids who love stories, words, and grown worthy jokes featuring your favorite authors and illustrators. It's part book club, a part game show, and it's your weekly adventure through the wild world of wordplay. I'm David Kern. And I'm Graham Pittman. And David... Uh, yes, Grant. I am not happy with you right now. Yo, you're I not happy with me. I told
1: you repeatedly to make sure that door is locked so these kids stop coming in. These stray children that keep coming into the podcast studio that we have to k- kick out, you know, with a broom, kind of brush
0: them well, out. you know, I thought the bookstore troll would do his job. And lock keeping the Keeping the children away. Uh, <laughs> I thought, you know, maybe we didn't need to lock the door because we have a bookstore troll. And usually kids are afraid of trolls. Yeah. This one is not yeah, these ones. Yeah,
1: I guess not. But man. All right, we got to make sure that never happens again.
0: True. So what's going on on this episode? It's the last episode of season 1. This is Question Palooza. Question Palooza. Quest Q&A Palooza. Q a Palooza. Q a Palooza. <laughs> so, on this episode, we're going to well, What what does that mean though? Do you know that there's
1: uh, so a and a stands for question and answer, right?
0: Right. That so makes sense.
1: It's it's where we've gotten a lot of questions in, and we're going to answer them. But my thought was, what if we just make it a Q podcast? So we we just we just read questions. We just read the questions, and we don't answer them. Does you think that sounds fun?
0: Why are curtain rods hung on curtain rods? Why are curtain rods hung on curtain rods? Why are curtains hung on curtain rods? Like, why are curtain rods called what they are? You're right. What I just said made no sense. <laughs> but why are curtain rods called rods? I mean, I know they are a rod, but, like, you could call it anything, couldn't you? Are we still just doing the Q episode? Yeah, you're not supposed to answer it. Yeah. Okay, I won't. So, what kind of questions do you have about the universe? Oh, I've got
1: plenty of those. Um, but I've also got this big sheet here of questions that's been sent in. I think
0: we should head over to those. You didn't like... How about about questions like, why do they make candy so delicious? Oh, those kind of questions. Yeah.
1: Why is pizza the best food in the world?
0: Why does heartburn exist? It's the second time this season that we've talked about heartburn on a show for kids. Yeah, well, we we just ate dinner. That's true. Which brings us to snacks. We probably should talk about our snacks of the episode before we get into our questions for the week. This really wasn't
1: a snack. This was a meal. It's
0: true. We have a just... lot of
1: pizza, but we do have a bucket of candy.
0: Okay, I have a question for you though. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite like kind of pizza? And I don't mean like Pizza Hut or Papa John's. But if you have the choice to get anything you want on pizza, and we'll even say there's unlimited toppings, what are you getting? Um,
1: oh, uh, okay. I like really simple. Okay. So I like like ham or like prosciutto or bacon. Okay. Um, but I really like. Uh, what's called a margarita pizza, uh-huh. uh, which is basil. Fancy. And, and mozzarella, that's about it. But I also like it when they just, we just load up on everything. I shouldn't say everything. Like a meat lover's? Yeah, but I, I, I don't want like tiny little fishes on it. I'm sorry to all <laughs> the sardine <laughs> you, lovers out you there. You don't
0: want tiny little, like tiny little goldfish?
1: I don't want any fish on it. No fish. I and I don't fair. like it when they replace the sauce with like barbecue sauce. Or like some kind of white sauce. You want
0: regular, good old pizza sauce. Yeah,
1: but not too much of it. What about you? What's what do you want on your pizza? Um, I really like sausage, mm-hmm.
0: and I think like a spicy sausage or just a any, normal. I do like spicy sauces mm-hmm. though, but again, heartburn. Yeah, I like pineapple on pizza. I know there's great debate Ooh. out there on the pineapple on pizza debate. Well, but yeah, we agree on it that gets, one, right? It
1: gets people's blood boiling.
0: That's true, um, that's
1: true. I don't think there's any real rules about pizza unless you're from Italy. Then there's tons of rules about pizza. <laughs>
0: that's true. But uh, that's in, true. Um, in America, like there's laws about we've, pizza. We,
1: we've gotten so many different foods from so many different cultures and kind of made them our own. And that's you know, true. Just you know, if you're going to be a pizza purist, that's fine. I respect that. Yeah. But yeah. also, as soon as like we started putting even. Uh, uh, you know remotely other things than mozzarella and uh, basil on it uh, to Americanized that's true so just dump whatever you want on that
0: pizza it's delicious hey speaking of countries and cultures you know our sponsor is in 47 countries and that brings me to another question oh no how many countries can you name in three seconds in three seconds you don't even have to name them just how many think you can name in 3 seconds. Uh
1: one. <laughs> <laughs> no, are you ready?
0: Yeah, ready. Set, go. Uh
1: Iceland, uh uh Ireland, um Beep. Northern Ireland. Uh <laughs> I don't think Wales, Northern... Southern Ireland?
0: I, I think you're just descri- <laughs> I think you're just describing the United Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, I went there. Ireland went there. is its own country, but I, I
1: started in the middle of the Atlantic and then I went to the next island. <laughs> That's true. Well, I guess I would have been Greenland. Iceland. But...
0: Ireland. That's as far as you got. Well, that's pretty good. (laughs) That's true. Well, that brings us to our sponsor for this season of of Winnie Windle. If you're interested in homeschooling but not sure where to start, then our sponsor, Classical Conversations, can help. For the last 23 years and in over 47 countries, they have been equipping parents like you and perhaps your parents with the tools and confidence to teach their kids at home, training them to succeed in today's changing world. Their proven model will connect you with a local Christian community, so you can be encouraged, inspired, and equipped in your homeschool journey. Learn why Classical Conversations is the world's leader in home education, and sign up for a free online info meeting at classicalconversations.com/withywindle. Once again. That is, as we've said, our very own link. That's classicalconversations.com slash withywindle. And don't forget about Hamster Garage. Go on. You
1: you want to talk more about Hamster Garage? Hamster Garage is the solution to your hamster parking needs. Safe, affordable, small, just like your (laughs) hamster. Whether he's driving a 1965 Volkswagen Beetle, or a uh, 2021 Maserati, your hamster can park safely and in style.
0: Do they make hamster-sized
1: Maseratis? I mean, it's an untapped market, but that's probably true. I guess maybe they do, right? Because they make a matchbox car. Well, this would have to be bigger than that. It would have to True. be like a remote control car. True. they probably make a remote control
0: car, Maserati. Probably. But then if your hamster's driving it, it's a remote control, then wouldn't someone outside the car not if, be not, driving not it? Not if the hamster
1: had the remote
0: control. So he has to use the remote control while sitting in the car.
1: Yeah. So hamster That's... cars just got a lot more affordable.
0: That's true. It seems like it'd be difficult to park something that you're like disconnected from. Now, most of the kids listening probably don't have much experience in driving. I hope not. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe they have those like battery operated tractors and stuff from their yards. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Those are pretty awesome. Yeah. But but maybe not parking. True. True. Yeah. They're, not, they're not parallel parking in front of like, I don't know, maybe their local bookstore, for example.
1: Or maybe in front of Frank's uh, pigeon farm. That's true. That's true. How do you think the pigeons are doing? Uh, I'm sure they're still delicious. I mean, uh, <laughs> satisfactory.
0: I, I, you know, I've been thinking about this. If kids sent us pigeon mail, yes, those pigeons are probably flying somewhere over this great country right now. Yeah. Or maybe over an ocean.
1: And when they get here, you know what they'll need? Pigeon garage. <laughs> pigeon garage for all your pigeon parking needs. I guess that's called a coop. Air. Tra- <laughs> <laughs> True. Air
0: traffic controller pigeon version.
1: Ooh, I like that.
0: We are. In fact, it's, going to be a problem when they all try to land in the coop outside of our studio at the same time. We're probably going to have a week where it's just a whole bunch of pigeons.
1: Which brings us... Yeah, I mean, we should probably
0: start building that coop now. That's true. That's true. How long do you think it would take to build a pigeon landing platform? Like us together? Yeah. A very long time. Probably, yeah. What if we had like... There'd
1: be lots of breaks, uh, lots of snack time. That's true. Lots of feeling... uh, first. Discontent with our work and <laughs>
0: depressed. Not, not unlike this podcast, <laughs> which okay, let's get to some of these questions because there's a bunch of them. But first, I think we need to go back to this Cheetos Doritos question because I know we have talked about it a little bit. But do you want to confirm once and for all? You, uh, I, it's blue Doritos. Blue for me. Doritos. Okay. What about you? I think you know. I, th- I thought about this a lot, and I think it does have to be blue Doritos for wow. me. Wow. And I and I was thinking that maybe that's one of the reasons why we're friends. It
1: could be. We never knew it until now, but... Yeah.
0: Same wavelength. Yeah, we got it. Have you ever had purple Doritos? You mean like when you pull them out of the bag and they're purple? No. <laughs> no. No. It's a purple bag. Oh, yeah. Those they're, they're like pretty spicy,
1: right? They're like sweet and spicy. I think they're called like sweet chili.
0: You know, probably, they're, but I don't. I couldn't tell you exactly what they tasted like right now.
1: Okay. Then then they didn't leave an impression.
0: I suppose not. Okay. Well, they're delicious. Not, not like the blue ones. Did they're they? Yeah. Yeah, blue is tried and true. So so let's let's start with some questions here on some food. How about that? Uh, we've got, you know, quite a few of those. Cashel, who's 11, he says, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Oh, uh, He I, says his is cherry. I knew this was a good question
1: when I saw it come in because uh, I knew you could talk about this for a while. Because <laughs> you can't you, talk about your favorite ice cream Well, flavors? I can, but I, I think you're more invested in ice creams than I am.
0: It's true. My, my grandparents did own restaurants that serve well it's frozen custard so it's like ice cream Um, right but it's the the ice cream family might be a little bit better i mean i think it's a little bit better
1: so you've been you've been eating ice cream since you were born
0: have you not been eating ice cream since you were born i can't remember you don't remember the first time you ate ice cream no so what's your favorite flavor though
1: uh i like mint a lot um i like mint flavored kind of everything but even like straight mint Without stuff in it, I like. But if you're going to add chocolate chips or Oreos... Do you want you know.
0: your mint ice cream to be green?
1: Yeah, usually. Instead Unless of- it's Christmas, and then I want it to be pink. Because you get, like, that candy cane uh, yeah, ice cream. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, like Like peppermint.
1: Yeah, like peppermint. And yeah. then the, the candy cane... They probably put it in vanilla, right? But then the yeah. candy cane colors kind of bleed into it, the red, mm. and make it pink. Ah, oh, man, that's the best. But I also like um, uh, any of the ones that are, like, cobbler... Like Blackberry oh, yeah. Cobbler or, yeah, or Key yeah. Lap Pie. it's got little pieces
0: of pie crust or something. Yeah, yeah,
1: like they've crushed up another dessert and put it in your dessert
0: <laughs> right. for, that you're buying. Well, you think about it. People want to eat Blueberry Cobbler, Blackberry Cobbler, or Apple Pie with vanilla ice cream, right? Yeah. So then you just put some pie crust in there. And, and it's, they nailed it. Yeah. It, it's, kind of, it's one of those obvious things that I'm surprised people haven't been doing
1: since... Okay. And since I'm an adult, yeah. I do not just like go to the ice cream shop and buy Superman... Ice cream or or <laughs> but, any kind but of but you would if you felt but like if you could. my kids do I'm like I need some of that yeah I, just like rainbow color yes I'll take it you
0: know I do love rainbow sherbet I know it's not yeah. technically ice cream but that's really good especially on a really hot day all
1: right now tell us your flavors because you got I know you've got opinions on this
0: I I do have opinions I mean I um I love butter pecan
1: boring okay keep going I, that's
0: my adult flavor um and I do like peach ice cream. You know, a really good peach ice cream where yes. the peaches are, it's real peaches. It's, yes. it, it, it's nice and creamy. Do you it's think so good on a hot day. Do you think day?
1: there's a point in, in your life where like a switch goes off and you're like, oh, fruit ice cream. It's kind of the best. Because before that, it's all like, give me chocolate chips with chocolate chunks, with chocolate cookies, with, with chocolate cookie syrup, yeah. it, and make it fudge ice cream as the base. And yeah, yeah. Cause that, Actually, that sounds delicious. But now I I like a lot of the fruit ones. Yeah. um, Well, I don't know how. And you just mentioned your favorite one has a pecan in it, which uh, you know, if you're going to talk about like,
0: do you say pecan or pecan or? No, I say it right,
1: pecan. (laughs) (laughs) Pecan.
0: So so one thing I do love is if you go to like a frozen custard place where they have really good vanilla, and I love to get a raspberry shake with fresh raspberries in it. It's a little tart. It's a little sweet. So what it's happens creamy. in a raspberry
1: shake? Do you get like the tiny little seeds still in there?
0: No, they blend it up, so it's yeah. Like,
1: but those are tiny.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You get a little bit of that. I like that. The, the texture. It doesn't. It's not weird. It doesn't like stuck in your teeth. Or oh, anything. you know what's really good? A, Chocolate. A butterscotch shake. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I do like. I mean, I'm not gonna. Uh, you know, cookies and cream and and butter and um, cookie dough are both awesome. Yep. Should
1: we mention some? brands that we like I mean no free advertising but it's ice cream so but
0: it might be if we could get Tillamook ice cream or Bluebell ice cream yeah. to be sponsors on this show yeah. I think that would be like that would so be so
1: Bluebell is kind of I mean we're in the south right now um, yeah. that came out of Texas, right? Yep.
0: yep. And Tillamook's out. of
1: And the Texas isn't really the South, but we'll claim them as Southern for the ice cream. <laughs> They'll claim that they're Southern. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. All our, so, all hear our a, Texan listeners we're are like, hear we're done lot. with this show now. Well, I just figured Texas is Texas, you know? It's, it's, that's right. It's
0: basically its own country.
1: I just figured they didn't want to associate with us. Not the other way around. Oh, right, right. We love we Texas. It. So that's our yeah. Southern cred. And then we got our Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Tillamook. Tillamook out of Oregon.
0: Yep. Those oh, are man. our favorites. If you can find those in your local grocery stores and they're both growing, then, you know, you got to get those. You got to get those. And if you're in Wisconsin and you're in the, middle of the Milwaukee area, you got to go to Cop's Frozen Custard. It's one of the best places. Yeah. We know so, a lot about ice cream. We do. You know,
1: challenge us.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. Um, so Torin, age 10, this is a bit of a different direction. What superpower would you each pick if you could have any of them? Ooh, this is a good question. Now, did you think about this a lot growing up? Well, that's a lot.
1: I mean, appropriate every second of every day for your imagination at that yeah, age, Yeah, for sure. Did I, you have one then that you remember? Yes, and I don't think it's changed. Oh wow, the ability to have ice cream at the snap of a finger. Well, this
0: the thing that I'm about to say would help me. Okay, see that interesting. Oh, frozen, frozen man. <laughs> I don't want to be ice cream. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, because then you'd eat yourself, and then you'd be gone. I know it'd be it'd, it'd just be a, be a whole conundrum, a whole big mess. Uh, Almost yeah, because you paradox. melt? Yeah, pro- yeah, of course. If
0: you eat, Okay, so remember how we asked this last week about whether you, when something's in your belly, if it's still the thing that well, it is? Yeah, I remember. If you are ice cream and you eat yourself, are mm. you still the thing that you are? If you're ice cream...
1: Okay, so you're all ice cream except for a mouth. Or is it an ice cream mouth? Uh, Okay, I, if you're ice cream I, and you eat yourself... No, I mean, I the mouth is the cone. Then you're still ice cream.
0: I, I guess so.
1: Yeah, I don't think you lose any mass or anything. You're just the same.
0: You just in turning yourself inside out. <laughs> yeah. Wait. So okay, superpower. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> we got to talking about ice cream again. I know. Mm. Shouldn't have started there.
1: Uh, superpower. Wait. No, you were about to say what it was. Oh yeah.
0: Uh, my invisibility.
1: Oh yeah, that's a good one. Because say you're slow, so you could leave like, a party early and nobody would. Some people no. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Say, say, say somebody is a little slow, right? You say, well, I would like to be really fast. Yeah. Or I'd like to be able to fly or something like that. And since you're so
1: visible, more visible than most people, you would like to be invisible.
0: You think that I'm visible? No, but, you know, you, you, invisibility would make up for a lot of things that you want to use speed for. So if you need to get away from a bad guy or something like that. Oh, okay, yeah. Being invisible helps solve that problem, too. Mm-hmm. So I think I, think I would rank invisibility the highest that
1: is very high yeah or, would you, or if well, you're in the, like an awkward situation even if it's not like a superhero situation
0: yeah you can just kind of blend just, in like
1: the... disappear like harry does in well no he uses it to go solve like problems and you know kind of be a spy a lot of times
0: yeah that's harry true potter. harry potter yeah
1: yeah uh Wait. i would choose something with like time travel and i'm not even sure if that's a superpower but like I, I know Superman can go back in time and things because he goes so fast, He can, like turns the earth around or whatever. I like this. I, I want to do something like that. I would like to fly too, but I figured I'd go up and hit a flock of pigeons like immediately <laughs> and get them all in my mouth or then, like swallow bugs. It would, it, flying wouldn't be as great as you think, you know, unless you had some kind sort of like kind of shell around yourself while you're flying, which sounds like an airplane, you know, that's not a superpower. Although airplanes are kind of amazing. So, time travel. <laughs> that's true.
0: Time travel. Okay. So, I'd be a Time idea. Man. <laughs> and
1: somehow I'd still be late so, for things, you but know.
0: Doesn't time travel usually happen with a time machine? Not if you have time power. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. Then you don't need a time there's machine. There's no rules to this game. That's true. That's true. Okay. So, if we were a team on Wipeout, what would our team name oh, be? That's question. Should we tell what
1: Wipeout is? Should we say what that is? Yeah, go ahead. Um, well, I don't even know what channel that's on or if it's even still, I'm, I'm not sure, sure it's still either. going. So Wipeout is uh, a show where you compete. Uh, it's basically like a gigantic obstacle course. And a lot of things are made out of foam and there's like water at the bottom. You always get knocked into or mud. Um, and the people that make it seem pretty sinister because there's lots of like lots of very hard uh, uh, goals you have to accomplish to get through this obstacle course what's the question
0: a team okay, what name? would our team name
1: be oh so we're both on the same okay so we're on a team well team withy Windle. team withy yeah i feel like that's i think
0: like that's a good one
1: yeah team pod seems
0: kind of boring yeah although i bet if you had a pod it could come in handy at on wipe on oh yeah <laughs> okay here's a question from grace and some of these we'll go through a little quickly because, you know, there's, there's a lot of good questions. Grace is eight and she wants to know, which would you like to do most? Climb a mountain, hike across the prairie, or stay at home? That's a good question, Grace. I like to stay at home. I, I like that she included that
1: as an option. As an option, yeah. Um, hike across a prairie. Hmm. That doesn't sound so exciting. Um, it would be cool, but... You I mean, know. frolicking across the prairie, gallivanting across the prairie.
0: Horseback riding.
1: Yeah. I mean, now we're talking about something
0: different, but yeah. hike
1: across the prairie, I, I'm not... So for
0: you, is it, it's either stay at home or climb a mountain?
1: Yeah. It, it depends on the size of that mountain. It can't be too big.
0: Yeah, that's true. I think climbing a mountain would be nice because presumably there's going to be shade. Yeah. Prairie but, sounds sunny. Uh, I
1: mean, is it climb a mountain with like the pickaxes and ropes? And you are like, or are we hiking, scaling the mountain, or are you, yeah, hiking, or
0: in the prairie? Is it, is it Oregon Trail? Nah, because nah. now that I think about Oregon Trail, is both of those things: climbing mountains and climbing, yeah, uh, hiking across the prairie.
1: I like this idea of going through a field and over a mountain to get home.
0: Yeah, yeah. let's do that. Okay, perfect, perfect.
1: Okay, here is a good one. We got this question a few times, but uh, the way this one's worded is is my favorite out of them. <laughs> so Finn, who's nine, asks, "Why are you on a podcast?" Or maybe he asks, why are you on a podcast?
0: Why are you on a podcast? Why are you
1: on a podcast? And he doesn't, it's not. Why are you on a podcast? It's not specific if it's for you or me. Well, why are you on a podcast? Uh, I got roped into it, <laughs> you know. By who? By the roper. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast roper? Uh, why are we on a podcast? Reese roper? Why is it, Why? Why do we have Withywindle? Or why did we make it? Maybe that's a good. Well, good way to frame it.
0: Yeah, I mean, for the kids. We made it for the kids. Yeah. Kids who love books as much as we do.
1: Yeah, and you and uh, David had already been making podcasts for how many years? Eight?
0: Yeah, something like that. I've been doing podcasts for a while. Yeah. I've always but we wanted n- to do one for kids.
1: Yeah, we never we never had one for kids, so we, we really wanted to do it. And we both have kids who would yeah. be very interested in this podcast.
0: Right. So, so sometimes they- we think about what would our kids want. Like, that's one of the... Yeah. What do they like to listen to?
1: And it turns out they like to listen to Withywindle. Which is kind of blows my mind, I know
0: it's true. they've listened to the episodes multiple times. a lot. Some <laughs> so would say too much. Liam, who's ten, he says, what's your favorite part about being on this podcast?
1: Oh, well, I would say it's hanging out with my friend, but it's probably the snacks <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like that's probably true. I mean, hanging out with friends is cool, but like what what is hanging i mean like if you think about it, no matter when we hang out, there's pretty much snacks involved.
1: yeah, true, so. Yeah, why are we doing the podcast then? We could the, just be we'll ask for out. the kids,
0: remember? Oh, right, the kids.
1: Uh, what
0: is what is your
1: favorite part about doing this?
0: Uh, I I mean it, it is fun to, to have to do something for the kids and you just talk about the books and I do love talking to the authors.
1: Yeah, that is great. Uh,
0: Judah, she's 10. She or he? I know I know Judah's who are both boys and girls and now I'm hmm. I'm confused. I don't know which one this is. But Judah says, "What's been your favorite on-air snack of season 1?" Oh. Oh, that's a good question. Judy has another question we're going to add here in a second.
1: Uh maybe the Twizzlers. I'm I'm just pretty boring. So like I, I like the stuff that I really really liked when I was a kid. Yeah. And I can eat a million of of those red ropes. Plastic red <laughs> ropes that you can
0: wave around. Yes. I Sour Patch Kids are pretty great. Oh, yeah, yeah. And ice cream. Ice cream's pretty great.
1: We didn't have ice cream. But I'm just saying, it's pretty oh, great. Oh, yeah,
0: it is great. You're right. We just talked about it. I don't know. So what, Judah yeah. also wants to know, what is our favorite kind of couch? Oh, this is easy. Is
1: it? Yes. <laughs> the double-decker couch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bunk bed, but two couches. See, does it have a ladder? Uh, Yeah, it has to have a ladder. Yeah. Or maybe you put one of those small trampolines
0: in front of it. So, so you can, can jump. jump up onto yeah. it? Or what about a rope swing? Or a, ro- a rope like swing? Like a rope to climb yeah. up and down? Yeah. See, here's the thing. It would be hard. You'd have to have a good lamp for the bottom part because otherwise the top part would yeah. create shadows. So do you have a good lamp underneath yeah, for think reading? Yeah, I you have
1: like those clampy ones and maybe you even put up some like those white Christmas lights underneath oh, so you yeah, get yeah. like a glow.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, but really, Double I like couch I a, I like a big
1: couch and I like like one of those L- couches i don't know what they're called
0: sectional Se- sectional L. Sectionals. A section a Section L. <laughs> sectional
1: uh so yeah my favorite couch is uh, a big one that's comfy where you can uh, watch sports or something and have a great time but also fall asleep halfway through and still have a great
0: time <laughs> true so okay what kind of material do you want your couch because i would i i love leather couches but i'm not i'm kind of not a lot of people don't like that so much it's not my favorite because it gets
1: kind of clammy if you're wearing shorts or something do you, just kind of sticky? So maybe I don't we're know. We're
0: sitting on your couch in your office room right now. Yes. What uh? What, what kind of material is this technically? A microfiber. Microfiber. This is
1: comfortable. It's a nice couch. This is a nice couch. Yeah. This is the back room couch. It's <laughs> not as nice as the front room couch, but yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Jude, who's eleven, says, "If you could have written any book that's been written, what would it be?"
1: Well, first, um, let's just shout out the, that last person for asking that couch question because that was very random and very funny <laughs> it's true it's a great i like that. a great that's question. the question they needed answered <laughs> it's uh outside the box yes uh okay so what was this one if you could have written anything if you could have written any book that's been
0: written what would it be
1: oh interesting do you do you have an answer for this one um I mean, do you want the, like, satisfaction of having written it? Or you want, like, the fame that goes along with having written it? Or
0: you could, you know... And did
1: you write it the exact same way that it's currently written?
0: I think I would have to just say The Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. Maybe something like that. Um, I'm assuming in this case I am just am J.R.R. Tolkien. Oh, or you mean you were. Well, yeah, time travel and so forth. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm J.R.R. Tolkien. Tolkien reincarnated as as a kid's podcast. All right, so now
1: we've gone to the interview section where I interviewed David about how he wrote Lord of the Rings. What was your inspiration?
0: Medieval literature.
1: Okay, great. All right, let's go to the next one. Moving on to the next one. (laughs) Okay, this is an interesting one. Uh, somebody uh, somebody Somebody wrote in, do illustrators get to read the whole book before they illustrate it or not? And how you become a famous author or illustrator get lucky <laughs> that's yeah there's some luck involved right work really hard do illustrators get to read the whole book before they illustrate it um, well, we don't have an illustrator here, but the answer I know to that question is yes, they get the book before they... Yeah, um, gonna be
0: at least a draft of the book. It might not yeah. be the final, final version. Yeah,
1: because they, ha- they have to know what they're doing. Although sometimes a, a cover designer, so somebody who's not illustrating the inside, but just the cover, um, they might just get a synopsis or or somebody telling them, hey, we kind of have this idea for it. Here's what the book's about.
0: And sometimes they'll get the pages and, you know, get part of it so they can start working on it because it does take a while to do stuff like that. And then they might have oh, yeah. to tweak them later as they go. And so, okay, but that second question, how
1: do you become a famous author illustrator? That's interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean, you got to work really hard and you got to write something. All right, I'm out. To the end. <laughs> <laughs> and and you really do need to get, like, a bunch of things have to go right for you. Yeah, you that's have true. To you know, it has to hit hit at the right moment. Here's what I would say: is if you want to be a famous writer, don't think about being a famous writer.
1: That is exactly the right answer. Don't.
0: If you want to be a writer, don't worry about being famous. Just write the stories that you want to do. Write, mm-hmm. tell them the best you possibly can. Try to find people that love them, and with a little bit of luck, you'll get you'll be able to make a living doing it. But trying to trying to get actually with a lot of luck, but trying to become famous as a writer, yeah, is is a is, is a fool's errand as they say.
1: <laughs> and also maybe surround yourself with kind of a group of people who are are doing something similar. So if you're an illustrator, maybe try to make some really good friends with people who are also love art or love drawing um or if you're a writer, try to find like a little writers group mm. so you guys can push each other cuz sometimes you know, if you're just by yourself writing and for years and years you might start to feel like nobody you know, you don't have people to bounce your ideas off of, or and nobody's reading your thing. But having a friend who uh, who can read your stuff and give you feedback, or can give you encouragement, that's probably very, very valuable.
0: So we got a question here. How, how do you know or have access to so many good authors and illustrators for the? Oh, podcast? that's a great question. How, how, I mean, some of them are friends that we've known. Some of them are people that we've known. We got introduced to through other authors. But yeah. the most important thing is. The internet, <laughs> <laughs> because we don't necessarily know a lot of these people very well before we interview them. Yeah, um, and just like you, we're kind of getting to know them as we talk to them. So we thought we contact what's called an agent who is, or, or a manager, with somebody yeah. who works with the authors and helps them. But also, we might just email the you know email or, or send a message to the um, to the author him or herself. Yeah, um, yeah, and like you said,
1: some of these people are our friends, so we kind of ask you know utilize our network as it were that's true we say hey uh mr sd smith can you uh contact this other person and see if they want to join our show yeah exactly and he says absolutely not and he slams the door even though it's a phone call somehow he slams the door on us well just for dramatic effect we're just kidding he doesn't slam the door
0: i mean not that we know of yeah we don't know yeah so james who's six he wants to know why put white ink on white paper
1: why does anybody do anything
0: Sheer James, confusion James
1: I I don't like you bringing up My past mistakes Your foibles my, I have one job On the show And And I can't seem to get it right And now you're rubbing it in You're rubbing it in my face With you're this white You're rubbing that ink. white
0: ink On that white paper Right in his face
1: On my Yeah I I, I uh, You know Sometimes mistakes happen You go to the store You just Buy ink You don't really look at the color And you know It could be pink It could be purple It could be white <laughs> It just happened to be white. You just just
0: I grabbed that white ink on that particular The true day. answer
1: would be if I bought black ink, it wouldn't be funny. So so we had to go with white.
0: That's true. White ink is funnier on white paper, more confusing and so forth. Although it could be invisible ink. Uh,
1: here's a question. Uh, could one of you or both draw a picture like you have the guests do during your episode? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, we inflict that on other people. We're not going to do that to ourselves.
0: Well, If I were to try to draw something like that, it would be worse than yours. Who, me or the questioner? Both. (laughs) It'd be worse than both of yours and somewhere in the range of what my two-year-old draws.
1: Yeah, that sounds funny.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but it's funny when a two-year-old does it, not when an adult does it.
1: What would we draw? Let's just imagine this for a moment. Um, Maybe something from the Railway Children, uh, Pete? Pete on a train? (laughs) Perks the Porter? Oh, yeah, Perks. Perks with like a giant head riding the like a tiny toy train (laughs) around a Christmas tree. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so picture that in your mind and draw that, and well, or just pretend we already drew it. Uh, Yeah, and imagine that it's great. But what about you? I mean,
0: you can draw a little bit, right? I
1: would draw um, a a Snollygoster that's fallen on the tracks, just like Snollygoster. Yeah. Just like the, the mound that fell on the tracks in the book. This was a and, a...
0: and then my picture will be of Pete trying to rescue the train from the smelt the goster. Yeah.
1: And he's pulled off his petticoats and he's waving them around. <laughs> Pete wears petticoats? Well, I mean, in this drawing, sure. What's well, oh, okay. a drawing? should oh, true. Do whatever true, you want.
0: True. Hey, we got a couple of questions like this. Rowan, James, a couple others. What is your favorite book? Oh. Ooh. Ooh.
1: Uh, these are hard questions. Um, okay. Favorite book? Um, I think like a lot of the uh, authors that we've um, interviewed, a lot of them said Lord of the Rings, Mm -hmm. and that's that might be my favorite book. I also love the author Wendell Berry. I love Wallace Stegner. I love C.S. Lewis. Uh, I love Dostoevsky, but Lord of the Rings. I mean, there's something to be said for Mm -hmm. well, besides being. Maybe one of the greatest no, not maybe. It's one of the greatest books written in the last hundred years. Mm-hmm. But it hit me like right at the right time too. Yeah, I was like yeah, twelve yeah. years old. Yeah. And I remember reading it very late uh <laughs> one night. I was like which was probably like nine thirty at night.
0: <laughs> Six o'clock.
1: But I was under my covers and I had do you remember those uh covers I remember covers. Yeah, you remember covers? <laughs> yeah. I I think they're bringing them back. I think they're coming back They should. Covers are great. Covers are great. No, do you remember the... uh, It was like a flashlight that attached to your book. It was like a tiny book light. Yeah. And it had like a... a Yeah, like a little clip. Yes. And like the the neck, you could bend it different ways.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had one of those
1: and I was reading Fellowship of the Ring. And I got to the part of the Nazgul uh, chasing them in the woods and... It it seemed like my book exploded. Like, it was a giant bang, and everything went dark. And I was probably 11 or 12, and I was so scared. Like, I threw the book and just hid under my covers. Something happened to your book light? My, I put two, like, different batteries in it. Uh, I don't know much about batteries, so I don't know. But they were not you compatible. You did something wrong. They were they were not they were not supposed to go together maybe like one rechargeable and one <laughs> i don't know uh, yeah so so the my book light exploded on me and it scared me so bad but still love the book i still love that scene what about you what's your favorite book
0: hmm. <clears throat> lord of the rings is definitely up there for me too um it's long so it's got multiple parts and so you can always get you can have a lot of enjoyment from it a lot of great adventures lots of great characters um yeah do you ever like jump into
1: it just randomly like at different chapters and things like not start from the sure, beginning sure sometimes especially
0: if i've read it recently
1: cuz i know you do that with movies and things too if there's like scenes you
0: really like you'll just yeah. watch those yeah I'm trying to think of some of my favorite kids books I love uh, The Voyage of the Dawn Treader. That's my favorite Narnia book. What's your favorite Narnia book? That's my favorite Narnia book,
1: too. Look at that. Yeah. Again. Do you know why? uh, Eustace? No, because it's the best one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There was a boy named Eustace Clarence Scrubb, and he almost deserved it. It's a great Uh, opening line. Do you think you deserve your name?
1: uh, Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's good or bad? It's too good for me. (laughs) I like my name. I like your name. I don't no. like Eustace's name, but it, you no, know, it's the kind of the point, it. right? Yep. Uh, unless there's a Eustace listening,
0: uh, then great name. Well, it's the whole part of it Eustace Clarence Scrub. If there is right. a Eustace Clarence Scrub listening, yeah, we're, we're sorry, then try not to deserve it.
1: <laughs> so this one comes from Jason. Where do you guys live? Okay, so let me give you David's address. Is this, okay. Is this
0: hey. one we're in the present or the past?
1: Oh, good question. We live in a southern state. That has North in the name. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. How does that work? And it's not you know, North Georgia. Uh, you've blown, that's not a real state, though. That's just a region. Isn't it? It's just um, a part of Georgia. North, North Arkansas? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's just Memphis. What? Uh, w- sh- how much detail should we give? We live in North Carolina. We, we that's live, it. We North live in a Carolina. town called Concord concord yeah concord and that's 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 all we're gonna say we live in concord yeah, I think north that's carolina. sufficient yeah, i don't think people need to know your address or anything no unless they want to say send you mail
1: well they can send it to the bookstore
0: that's true the bookstore is on union street in concord north carolina and you should come visit you should that'd be that'd be amazing come give us a high five or fist bump or a salute or what are the other ways that people greet each other a bow a bow a twirl
1: A curtsy? So if somebody comes into the store, a a kid, and they start twirling around and curtsying and bowing and high-fiving, we'll know exactly.
0: (laughs) We'll know that they listened to this episode. Yes.
1: (laughs) Uh, Okay, here's one. Okay. Do you have any favorite interviews that you did? I love all my interviews exactly the same. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think we can rank those. But that's a good question.
0: They're all great in different ways. Yeah. And we got... Like because the first ones were fun because they were the first ones. Like we'd never yeah. done it before. I know who's at the bottom though, but I won't say. Oh, you, oh the small. Okay, that's probably a good idea. We I'm wanna, just kidding. We it's wanna. Sam. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're all great. We love Sam. Hey, Gabe wants to know what your favorite colors are. My, mine is green. What's yours? Mine's blue. What kind they of green? friendship over now? <laughs> <laughs> that we were was on such the a, last try the we, last <laughs> we were on such a good roll what uh what's your like what shade of blue uh
1: most Maybe of blue them. royal blue carolina blue baby blue oh i like all of those i like a good teal i'll say that teal. like if you're if so blue is fun well i mean all colors you can do this with but i like it with blue you add some green to it Ooh. now 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 you're cooking you know it's like a different <laughs> cooking with fire it's a whole different color but it's not green yet and you can you can take it from teal to turquoise to aquamarine, uh, all of those type of things. I like orange. Um, my son's favorite's red, and it always has been. And then my daughters, they change like every month, because I always like to ask them these questions just to see where yeah. we're at.
0: <laughs> see, see if things have changed at all. Yeah, I love it. like a good hunter green or a forest green. Um, a
1: green bay packer green? Yeah,
0: well, true. Yeah, yeah. But it makes me... that it, Green makes me think of like... The forest. Oh, yeah. You know, trees. Uh, it just makes me feel happy. Yeah.
1: Blue makes me think of like a mountain lake. Yeah. Or the sky. Or the sky. Yeah. Or, or blue Doritos.
0: <laughs> Will wants to know uh, what our host's favorite word is. Do you have a favorite word? Favorite word in general or favorite
1: word that we've done as our word of the day?
0: Uh, I what it think say? it's just, what's the host's, host's favorite word? Uh, oh, I don't know. This is um the brother of the person who asked what I
1: didn't colors. see this question before. Schmiegel? Schmorgasbord.
0: Schmorgasbord. <laughs> but <laughs> I think you know what? I was thinking about this. I think my favorite word is onomatopoeia. Oh, good. Which is a yeah. word that means it's it's what you call when words sound like what they mean. Like bam, buzz, uh zip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly okay and henry wants to know these guys are brothers uh how do you like your hot dogs he only likes ketchup on his
1: oh i have a very specific we some might say idiosyncratic (laughs) i don't know if still doing those little word sound effects on this episode but um i like mine mostly burnt like like you like them really crisp. Like put them on for longer than you think they should be on. Okay. And then I don't really go for like a mustard or anything. I like a good like steak sauce or barbecue. I'm 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 weird. Yeah, I've got weird hot. You dog like
0: taste. like a bratwurst better than a hot dog? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like mustard. I like ketchup. I actually like sauerkraut. Yeah. My it's German like, heritage. Like a good like baseball stadium. Yeah, yeah. Kind of all those fixings. <laughs> Hey, you mentioned that sound effect a minute ago, and John and Jack, they want to know what the weird sound is that sounds like paper. Is it paper? And I think that's what they're referring to, is the sound effect that Logan uses. Logan's our editor, of course. And it's mm-hmm. the, the. And who may or may not be a troll. Right, that right. Lives in the bookstore. Exactly. We can, we cannot speak one way or the other to this. Um, I think that is what he's talking about, though. It's a sound effect meant to sound like you're rifling through paper to define a word. And then it goes, ding. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, we didn't We
1: didn't actually say anything about that. We just kind of let that go. But whenever you hear a word on the podcast, maybe it's a big word or a strange word, and you might hear that sound next to it. And that means, hey, why don't you go look that up?
0: Hey, what's your favorite animal? Liam wants to know.
1: Liam wants to know my favorite
0: animal. Uh, I like a fox. Oh, a fox is a good one. Hey, what does a fox say? <laughs> <laughs> uh... That's a good, good, good one. (laughs) I can't remember. Is that right? (laughs) It's close enough. (laughs) There's some other
1: ones. Uh, What other favorite animal? I like, like, I like uh, a big cat. So you've got like your tigers, your lions. I love tigers. But I like the ones that are kind of under the radar. Like there's one called a caracal that's got like it looks like really huge ears and and a serval, and they're about the size of a maybe a lynx, maybe smaller. So they're still not like a cat you just want to hang out with all the time but because um, they're dangerous. But they can jump super high. Like they've got springs in their feet. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they can jump super high. And I also like um, an animal called a jerboa who looks like a mouse crossed with a kangaroo. And they also has like springy, springs. Is it a mouse crossed with a kangaroo? Looks like it. <laughs> if you guys go on YouTube, well, with your parents. Right. Go right. look up um, jerboa chase. And it is amazing. It's a slow motion video of a Jerboa uh, getting chased by another animal uh, and eluding it because it's got such, such good springs in its feet. What about you?
0: I do like tigers. Like you said, I also think panthers are awesome, which are Mm. basically actually just black jaguars. Um, Mm. And I love, I do think wolves are pretty cool. Yeah. And I actually like horses a lot. I think they're pretty cool. Yeah. I would, I like to go horseback riding and so forth.
1: What about a Shetland pony?
0: Well, I'd like my feet to not touch the ground.
1: Oh, true. Yeah. Oh, what about that? What are those sheep? Uh, or is it a sheep? No, I'm thinking of like a. There's like a cow in in um in England. That you is... got a cow.
0: You got cows and sheep mixed up. Yeah.
1: Well, well, you'll see. They've got like that super long hair that like, oh, covers yeah. their eyes, and they just look like a nose and yeah, yeah, fur yeah. or in hair. Somebody knows what that is. Most people know what that is, so just email us. We don't know at
0: this exact moment, yeah. Finn wants to know what typewriter should I ask for for Christmas.
1: Oh, do you have a good recommendation for
0: him? If I were you, I would ask for the same typewriter that I want to get for Christmas. Mm. Smith Corona, that's the brand. It's called a Super Silent. It's one of the easiest typewriters to type on. And I I do like typewriters, so that's that's the typewriter I want. Say that name again. Smith Corona, Super Silent.
1: Smith Corona,
0: Super Silent. Yep. If you've ever seen Toy Story, you know how Tom Hanks is the voice of Woody? Yes. It's one of his favorite typewriters. Tom Hanks is a big it's typewriter. It's Woody's though. favorite typewriter? Well, it's the, I don't, I'm assuming, given that it's the actor's favorite typewriter. Wow. Have you ever wondered, though, if how many fingers does Woody have? Does he have 10 fingers? No, I think most cartoons
1: have four on each hand. Do they not have
0: thumbs or do they not have pinkies?
1: They don't have one of the fingers. They have thumbs. But I know that when they're drawing cartoons... Five fingers tends to actually look kind of strange, and four looks more normal.
0: That's really interesting. And
1: there's also a snake in his boot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> True. I don't know what that has to do with how many fingers it has. That's but...
1: just giving you woody facts. Oh, oh, right. Okay.
0: Okay. Hey, should we, should we do some jokes? Yeah. Because we got sent a bunch of jokes from our, from our audiences, from our listeners. Let's not rate these ones, though. No, Let's just no. go through them. They're, too, they're good.
1: Okay. So, Annika says, why isn't your nose 12 inches long?
0: Why? Because then it would be a foot. Oh, that's a good one. If April showers bring Mayflowers, what do Mayflowers bring? No, oh, I know this. This is pilgrims. Mm, that's right. That joke's been around pilgrims. a long time. That's a good
1: one. At least since the eighties.
0: Seventeen eighties.
1: How much room do you need to grow a fungus? How much? As mushroom as possible.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, why did Beethoven get rid of his chickens? This is from Malachi, or from Olivia, rather. What? Say that again? Why did Beethoven get rid of his chickens? Why? Because they kept saying, bark, 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 bark. Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) Well,
1: what did the bee say to the daffodil? What? Hey, bud, when do you open?
0: (laughs) Well, this is from Olivia again. If fruit comes from a fruit tree, what kind of tree does a chicken come from? uh, What? Poultry. Oh. Ooh. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) Got one here from Evangeline. Evangeline. She's 13. If you could live in any book world, which one would it be?
1: Oh, what a great question. And I like that name a lot. Evangeline. Good name. Um, It is. It's way better than Eustace Clarence Scrub, (laughs) who, by the way, is in the book world that i would like to live in
0: in the voyage of the don Treader or narnia books in general
1: well sure narnia books in general but voyage
0: voyage because
1: you get to go to all those islands there's a lot of danger
0: you get to get seasick Uh,
1: yeah you get to be on on an an incredible voyage um i I don't know i would i feel like i would go i would love to go to the island where, where where that has like the pool that if that turns gold things into gold that's true. And just look at it and be like, you know, it kind of looks nice. <laughs> Maybe stick a toe in it and then you'd just be known as like gold toe for the rest of your life and you'd be like, Goldfoot? Wow, I almost died in that gold uh, water, but now I just got this gold toe.
0: You have to have a lot of self-control though. Hey, so what, a, what about the being in the Shire though? Oh, you're right. The Shire would be amazing. Ah, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Lord of the Rings. I mean, you've got, you've got the Shire, you've got Rivendell, um, you got Mordor. I know we all want to, you know, spend some time there. Uh, no, probably not.
0: So Lord of the Rings would be yours? I, it'd be tough to be being in the Shire. Because mm. in any of these worlds, you got to assume you don't have to go to the dark spot. You don't have to go to Mordor. Yeah. You're, not living the, you're not living out the adventure in this question. You're just getting to go to the world. So I think being uh, having a chance to go to Rivendell or the Shire or... The, uh, the, the forest where Tom Bombadil and Goldberry live would be awesome. Like all those, all those amazing places. yeah And in the Shire, you just get to like kind of bob around, plant your garden, read your
1: books, uh, go to the inn with your friends and eat a lot of food. I mean, yeah, it sounds great.
0: I think that might, that, I mean, I have to think about it a little bit more, but that one seems like it'd be pretty great.
1: Are you, would you ever want to go to the Shire? Like the, the, where they filmed it in New Zealand?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, going to New Zealand would be amazing. Yeah. If you could go on any vacation, where would you go? Right I, now. No, you don't have to worry about the cost. Am I bringing my children? No, it's just you and your wife. No, no, it's you and me. <laughs> oh, really? No, it's you and me and our wives. Okay. Um, where, are we, where are we going? I want to go to
1: Scotland and I want to go to Iceland. Um, that would be great. Because the, I know they're absolutely beautiful and those cultures would really, it'd be something completely different than what I'm used to. True. You know, uh, but I'd like to go to France and I'd like to go to New Zealand And I'd like to go to... I'd actually really like to go to, like, Romania or Croatia.
0: Oh, yeah. I want to go to Croatia. That's where my wife's family comes from. Ah. I really want to go to the Alps. So, like northern italy switzerland austria yeah see those mountains that would be so cool and the castles and those sorts of things
1: yeah i'd the like forests. to go to south carolina sometime you know hey
0: yeah. that brings there's a question here about that <laughs> okay so ella rose she's 13 she wants first of all to know the recipe for pigeon pie but she also wants mm. to know what our favorite place in charleston is because she's a local she loves folly beach
1: oh we were just in charleston yeah. oh that's probably why she mentioned that yeah maybe because yeah, we sure. mentioned we were going on a trip there I think. folly is great sullivan island is great yeah I really like just going, like walking down King,
0: King Street, yeah. and going to Battery Park, yeah. Um, the park, there's these giant cannons there from the Civil War. I'm not and you sure if the water. I'm
1: not sure if you realize this, but um, David and I really like to eat.
0: Mm-hmm. Great uh, restaurants in they in have Charleston. really good
1: restaurants in Charleston.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: But sometimes I like just walking down some of those alleys. Yeah, because the buildings are so cobblestones. Old. Yeah, the
0: stones are so old. Yeah, that is that is one of my favorite things about Charleston is that all over the place, especially near downtown, you see buildings that are like, it says on them they were from the 1700s and the, even a couple from, you know, the early 1700s, I think. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, you don't see a lot of places like that in America. If you go to Europe, you can see old buildings like that, you know, in different cities. But we don't have a lot of that here. And Charleston is one of the few co- cities that you know has yeah. buildings still from when the country first began and yeah. that's pretty kind of that's kind of magical
1: yeah charleston savannah boston yeah. you have to you have to be right on that east coast yeah right yeah. although
0: you can out in the west there's like there's the remnants of the old um, native civilizations that oh, live there yeah. those are pretty cool absolutely the you know, where the aztecs were in, i guess in mexico and in new mexico then where the native and native americans lived and things like that Okay, so um, let's see. You got? Do we have a couple more? Yeah, we got to we got to wrap this up here. Um, do you want to talk about what your favorite movie is? We got a question here from Jonas. Favorite movie?
1: Yeah. So, Lord um, of the Rings. <laughs> I do like the Lord of
0: the Rings movies,
1: um, but I really like Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back, and specifically like those early Star Wars movies. I think the new ones are okay too, but um, I, I really like the old ones, and I really like um indiana jones oh yeah
0: indiana jones is great and i really like princess bride great movies Um, these are good lists i would co-sign all of these (laughs) (laughs) um
1: i i like a lot of movies but those ones always stand out and those are the ones like there's something to be said if a movie can be rewatched like over and over and over and i've seen all of
0: those movies so many times (laughs) over the past 30 odd years what about you I like all of those. I mean, I actually do like um, Ratatouille a lot. Yeah. A couple of the Pixar movies. I, I, I love cooking, and so Ratatouille is a fun one. I know it's not necessarily realistic about a kitchen in terms of like, you know, rats can't actually cook and so forth, but I do like that. Really? Um, well, I mean, I that, I guess I've never tested it. Huh. Maybe if I tested it. Well, we- we've never met a French rat. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. That's so true. Um, I like a lot of cowboy movies too. I'm big ever since I was a kid I oh, like yeah. cowboy movies. And uh you know, I like some of the older um I like older movies that are in black and white, so a lot of different movies from the from those times as well. Yeah, the f-
1: 1940s and yeah, 50s. Yeah. yeah. I
0: know that sounds like forever ago to to kids now, but God, a goodness. lot of those older movies before they had color, the storytelling is really good. Hey, should we make this our last question? Oh, I got one. You got one? Okay. Bring it on. This is from Landon. It's an important one. Okay. He
1: wants to know what the bookstore
0: troll's favorite dessert is. Well, Logan, what's your favorite dessert? (laughs) Pavlova.
1: I actually happen to know this
0: one. You know the bookstore troll's favorite dessert? Yeah.
1: So I put out um, cookies the other day because I was like, "Eh, maybe he's kind of like Cookie Monster, you know? (laughs) And then I came back the next day, they were still there.
0: So he's not a cookie guy. He's
1: not a cookie monster. Hmm. So then I've just been kind of putting random things out to see if he'll eat them. And finally, I came back one time and the whole plate was clear. What did you put out? I put out gummy worms.
0: Yeah. It makes sense that a troll would like to eat worms. Yeah.
1: Which makes me think maybe he just thought they were regular worms. Yeah. But he ate them all, so he must have liked them.
0: I bet it was just a revelation for him, a completely new experience.
1: Yeah. So we'll either get a thank you note the next time, or we'll get a very grumpy troll who thought he was eating real worms, but got gummy worms.
0: You think he's going to be upset because he had a stomach ache or because he wanted wanted regular worms? He
1: wanted regular worms, but Uh, I don't know that yet. But so for now, tonight, right now, his favorite dessert that I know of is gummy worms. I like that you
0: experimented with this. And then yeah, you I'm figure always, it out. I got to figure out this troll. Yeah, we got to be able to, you know, motivate the the troll later on. I just want to get on his good side once. Yeah, I know. It's tough. Trolls are tough to get on their good side. Hey, this is our last question. This is from Malachi. He's 10. And he, it says here, he's quite eager to know, when does season two start?
1: Oh, I have a question here that's very similar to that. It says, when does season two start? <laughs> You know why? Because we've gotten about 50 of these questions.
0: <laughs> about when does season two start? Yes. Should we talk about that? I think ever
1: that? since we said, hey, we're going to be going on a break soon, you know, there's only three episodes left and then a break. Yeah. Now everybody wants to know when season two's happening.
0: Well, we're honored yeah. that you would even want to listen to a season two. It's
1: great. Yeah. Uh, I mean, are we telling them? Are we telling them the book? Are we what, what are we doing right now? How much do you feel comfortable telling them the book?
0: No. Okay, let's No, I'm wait. just kidding. I'm oh. just kidding.
1: I'm just kidding. We should. Okay.
0: So, the season two book that we're going to discuss is.
1: The Railway Children. You want to do it again? No. Well, kind of, but no, we shouldn't. It's.
0: Charlotte's Web! Right? Mm hmm. <laughs> should, we, should we do Charlotte's Web? Yeah.
1: you think. Yeah, are we talking about it now?
0: i mean i just you we know.
1: made an announcement now we're gonna to try to decide well, if that's the right i one. mean sometimes you make an announcement and then you wonder do we make the right decision okay so season two is going to be charlotte's web and and it's going to be coming back in
0: a couple of october ish yeah probably we're thinking we're thinking october early october is our is our yeah. goal so here's the deal uh august just began mm-hmm. we need a break we got a plan for the next season. No, no, no.
1: We need to go to sleep for a while. <laughs> but we're gonna hibernate. We need to we need to go do other things for a little bit and get our minds kind of fresh mm-hmm. and then excited to come back. That's right. And then we're gonna start reaching out to authors. Yep. And then in September we're probably gonna record some we're, of those. Yeah, interviews, we're gonna start some of those interviews. Start recording some episodes and they'll get released in October.
0: Yeah. So, so we're not hof- too long. We're hopeful that each year we'll release what. Three seasons, yeah, three ish. Yeah, so that'll give you a, around twenty-seven to thirty episodes a year. Think about that. Wow, it's a lot of episodes,
1: and it's only nineteen ninety-nine a month.
0: <laughs> no, wait. Okay, It's free.
1: It's free. It's, We're doing this for free. It's a free podcast. Uh, yeah. I wondered why I didn't get a check yet. <laughs> yeah.
0: Here, yeah, here, I'll give you a check. Oh, there you, you just drew
1: a check mark. I see. Well, you didn't specify. it To be fair, you're right. So, let's say Charlotte's Web's your favorite book. You're super excited. Awesome. Let's say you're like, "Oh, Charlotte's Web." I just read that. You know, you know, I don't know. Or
0: maybe you think Charlotte's Web's for little kids. Yeah, I don't want to read. Wrong.
1: That. Well, yeah, you're wrong. But it's a also, great just book. The, well, we'll come back with the season after that with a
0: with a different book. Right. And
1: we have about what thirty or forty we're looking at.
0: Yeah, there's tons of books out there. It turns out there's lots and lots of books. And you
1: should listen to Charlotte's Web anyway because you just want to listen to you know David and 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 myself.
0: That's right be hilarious (laughs) or at least attempt to be hilarious, or or
1: make fools out of ourselves that's right
0: sometimes those things are are very much one and the same well you know what this has been so much fun um thank you so much to all of the authors and illustrators who came on this season to come talk with us so that they could share their stories and their writing advice with you that's been one of my favorite parts is when we've gotten to ask them what advice do you have for the kids because they've been so wise and they've given lots of great insights um anything that you want to say to the kids as we take off here for a few months and and, end season one
1: um I want to say to the kids listening um yeah that we're super grateful that you would listen to us. We're very proud of this podcast and we are happy that we get to do it and that you guys are along for the ride. Mm-hmm. We get loads of emails and pictures and uh, keep them
0: coming. all of Even this during good the break stuff.
1: and it, you know it makes our day when we
0: see you guys interacting with the show so yeah, we're going to miss you for a little while but we're excited to come back. Tell your friends during the break you know if you like this season help us spread the word Yeah, that's going to help us out tell
1: them there's nine episodes up go listen to it because it's coming back
0: you could even listen to them one a week and then by the time they're over season two will be starting again you're asking kids to be patient well you could listen to it as many times as you want between now and then <laughs> Well, before we go, we need to just give a quick shout out to our season one sponsor as well. Thank you so much to Classical Conversations. Remember that if you're interested in homeschooling, Classical Conversations is a great option for you because for the last 23 years and in over 47 countries, they've been equipping parents like you with the tools and confidence to teach kids at home. So partner with other homeschooling parents and find your local community at classicalconversations.com slash withywindle. And again, that's our personalized link, Graham. That's classicalconversations.com slash withywindle. So if you're in the market for a homeschooling community to homeschool alongside check them out we're grateful to them for helping us make this season possible and if you
1: would like to be a sponsor on season two such as say your name's frank so yeah say your name's frank and you own some kind of farm with birds on it you can email us at podcasts at goldberrybooks.com and we would love to discuss this with you i can safely say we are the best bookish podcast for kids that features a person named David and Graham that has multiple segments and most of them filled with jokes and other nonsense that's true that's out there at all we are the (laughs) best of those
0: (laughs) (laughs) we're proud we're definitely proud of that (laughs) well thanks to everyone for who's been listening we're and, and especially thanks again to all the authors who came on you know we're looking forward to chatting with more more uh wonderful authors and and thanks to them especially for the stories that they're telling for all of us to read before we go we need to give a quick shout out to logan he does our post-production he makes this show sound so much fun and makes us sound like a lot less silly than we already are so thanks to to logan green for for all of his hard work on this show we we, we couldn't do it without him so anything you want to say to Logan? no fair
1: Logan, we we love you very much. Thanks for all your hard work. Thanks to our wives for uh, letting us go do this at night. That's true. A lot of times.
0: That's true. So
1: yeah, they're the real
0: MVPs here. Well, with that, for Grant Pittman, I'm David Kern. Until next season, happy reading. Yep, this looks pretty good. Let's take it all. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's going on here? Uh, nothing. Let's get out of here. We already talked about this. Uh, <laughs> bye! Three, two, one. Welcome back to Withy Windicle. (laughs) Withy Windicle. Three, two, one. Welcome back to Withy Windicle. Yeah.
1: Oh, this isn't the first time we've done this.